Well, as uh, Peggy said, this year on Advent, we decided to focus on different songs. And uh, this was probably the more uh, of the, as I considered the songs and which ones we would use, I felt like, well, this is probably the biggest stretch. Garth Brooks, A Baby Jesus Was Born. And the interesting thing about that is I knew as soon as we did that, that uh, it would sort of divide the crowd. Because there'd be, a, I won't say what percent, a group that would say, awesome, Garth Brooks. And the other group would say, what, Garth Brooks at church? A baby Jesus is born. But I mentioned that this morning because I thought, you know, in a sense, that captures who Jesus came for. Everyone. For those who like Garth Brooks, he came. And for those who are saying, eh, not Garth Brooks, he came. And I thought, what a little snapshot of that good news of Jesus. He truly did come for all people. And we, whether those differences are about the style of worship we like, the style of music we like, or they're all the other differences that we see around the world, Jesus came for everyone. I think it is neat to be here on Christmas Day. When we get to celebrate and say, it's here. So often in, in church, all of our Christmas services are, it's coming. And this is one of the only times when we get to gather together, at least in our tradition. I know some other traditions continue Christmas after Christmas. But in our tradition, we're pretty much done at Christmas. And today, we get to sit here and say, it's happened. He has come. I think maybe as those first folks did in the stable, they got to be and say, wow, it's here. He's here. Look at all that has happened. And we get to do that today. Baby Jesus is born. One of the things I actually liked about Garth Brooks' song is that he tries to capture the whole Christmas story. If you look at the lyrics of the song, it's all there. Shepherds and wise men. And, and he tries to capture that whole picture. And it is a big picture if you really think about what we celebrate today. It's much more than just a baby being born. There is Mary and Joseph and all God did to get them ready, keep them together, had to send an angel to each one and, and orchestrate all of that. But then there was uh, Elizabeth and Zechariah and John the Baptist and, and all of that that is preparing the way. But Elizabeth also helps Mary get through a pregnancy that was not popular and didn't bring her praise and honor. And all those pieces coming together, and the innkeeper, and no room, and a stable, and shepherds, and magi. And all of this that God is doing, and this child who is God, but is also human. And we know what he will become. The greatest teacher, the greatest leader, the greatest human that ever lived modeling for us. What, what should it mean to be a human? We can look at Jesus. And of course, what we've already celebrated is death for us. Emmanuel, God come down to be with us in a sense of coming to help us, to be present with us. And if that help even required his death, he was willing to do that. To save us. To be our Redeemer. 
God made this a big deal. The only time I can think of in the Bible where we have a host of angels doing anything. And they come to announce his birth. The heavens start moving. The galaxy is saying, big deal. God is doing something he's never done before. All of this to indicate how huge it was of what God has done. And what we're celebrating now. Everything seems so perfect. I, I think like all of us, we sort of picture that Christmas night and just, it's a, it's a postcard. It's a Christmas card. It's just this beautiful scene. And yet it wasn't perfect, was it? Because the story's not over. In a sense, it's the introduction of the story. The first chapter has happened, and it's an awesome chapter but we know the story is not over and everything is not perfect. Everyone won't accept Jesus. Everything isn't just fine. And that's part of what Simeon acknowledges in his speech. Simeon, this old man who is, all the indications are he's near death, but he's loved God. And God has rewarded that love and faithfulness. And so God says to Simeon, Simeon, I'm going to let you see the Messiah that Israel has been waiting for for hundreds of years, I promise you, you're going to actually see that Messiah before you die. And I can't imagine what Simeon was like on that morning when he gets this sense from God, it's today. Make sure you're at the temple. I think heaven and high water couldn't have kept Simeon away from that temple. And you imagine Simeon is there just sort of scanning the crowd. You know, you look for somebody in the crowd. And then at one point, there's this prompting, it's that baby. And Simeon goes over and uh, today we'd have parents screaming their heads off and calling for security. But Simeon takes the baby and holds the baby up. But Simeon really has two speeches. And we really focused on his first speech in the children's sermon and what Carly read. It's really a prayer out loud to God, a prayer of thanks, saying, God, you've let me see the Messiah. He's here. The waiting is over. You have come into human history. The Messiah is born, and I, he's right here. You can take me home, God. Thanks for letting me have that privilege Simeon recognizes all that that baby is and all that this means that he is born. But for us today, as Christmas is here and now by tomorrow it'll be over, and some idiot will start saying 364 shopping days till whatever. <laughs> Simeon has another speech. This isn't so much for the crowd. His first prayer, and he obviously prayed it out loud and everybody heard it. The second, he, it says he turns to Mary and Joseph. And he says something that I think is a lesson for us today. And that's what I want us to think about on this Christmas day. Verses 20, uh, 33 through 35, the child's mother and father marveled at what was said about Jesus. The first speech. But then Simeon blessed them, and he turns and he says to them, 
this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. I want us to spend just a few minutes about what Simeon says there Jesus is. He says what he will be, but Jesus still is this today. His birth, his life, his very existence makes him this kind of person that Simeon warns and says not everybody, everybody is going to accept him. There are going to be some people who will stand against him. And we know in this story that in a matter of days or weeks that will come true. As Herod sends his troops to kill all the babies in Bethlehem. Because Herod is against this baby. He is against Jesus. And he is going to try and kill him if he can. Anything but allow this baby to become the new king. And of course we see that throughout Jesus' life. Simeon's prophecy comes true. And just like we all have opinions about Garth Brooks, everybody had opinions about Jesus. And many thought he was the greatest rabbi, the greatest teacher the most loving, caring leader they'd ever seen, and they followed him and they listened to him and became his disciples. But we know there was another large group that worked against him. They fought him, they argued with him, they debated him, they tried to discredit him. Ultimately, they killed him. They just couldn't keep him dead. But they killed him. What Simeon had said was true. I got to thinking about it today. We have so many kinds of medical scans. There's CAT scans and there's PET scans and there's MRIs and all of this. And, and these scans tell us what's on the inside. Because we need to know what's on the inside. Simeon's prophecy was that Jesus would become a heart scan. Jesus' very existence becomes a scan of our hearts, of who we are, where we are, and what we feel about God and, and life in how we respond to this Jesus. Will we listen to him or will we reject him? Will we follow him or will we fight against him? Will we believe in him or will we walk away from him and pretend like he never existed? And just like in Jesus' day, many today will follow him and listen. But others will walk away, try to ignore him, maybe fight against him. Jesus is that scan for us as well. Jesus is a fact. He's here. He's born. Christmas has come. The challenge for us is what will we allow Jesus to be for us? Simeon says there, is two, there are two alternatives. He can, in one sense, lift us up. Simeon says he will cause the rising of many. That's why Jesus came. To come into our lives to help us, Emmanuel, God beside us, to help us. To help us learn how to live life, to help us know God, to help us understand who we are and how special we are created in God's image and how much God cares about us. And to give us God's truth so we can learn about life 
and living and priorities in relationships and grace and kindness and all those lessons of life. He gives us all of those things for us to rise up and become more than we would have been. Become more than we could have been on our own. But Jesus can also cause the falling of many who don't want to listen to Him, who will reject Him, who will ignore what He says, who will go about their lives calling the shots in their own power, doing their own thing. And that's such a strong pull for all of us. It's always been a strong pull for all of humanity since Adam and Eve. I want to do my own thing. And Jesus challenges that and says, you're not God. You don't have the answers. Follow me. And that's the challenge I want to leave you with today. We are standing here on Christmas Day. Christ has come. He is there. The, the, the choice we need to make is how will we respond? Will we come to that manger and look at that baby and see in that baby a person that we want to listen to and follow and let him change our lives forever? That's what he has come to do if we will let him come to that manger today and every day of the coming year, let this baby who has come, who is here, let him lead you through 2017. It will be the best year you've had, whatever happens, if you let him cause the rising up of your life. Let's pray. Father, thank you for all that we celebrate today. All that you did that first Christmas to come to earth. The shepherds, the magi, Mary, Joseph, Elizabeth, Zechariah, Simeon and Anna, everyone. It's just amazing. But most of all, thank you for Jesus. He is a test for our hearts. He's here. The test will happen. Help us to be wise enough to let him raise us up and not foolish enough to fall. Help us follow him in this coming year and let him be our Savior and Lord. In his name, amen.